Looking to create wealth and income through high cash flowing real estate? Self-storage is the fastest growing and the newest real estate asset that has outperformed all others. What's its secret? I'm AJ Osborne, and with over a million square feet that we have built, acquired, expanded, and even converted big box stores from small third tier markets to large hundred plus thousand square foot facilities, we have seen it all. This is the podcast that we're going to discuss and bring on the best investors and operators in the nation to show you how to create wealth and income with self-storage. Welcome to Self-Storage Income. Welcome everyone to the first ever episode of Self-Storage Income. I am really excited to start this podcast. It's, it's something that I've wanted to do for a long time now. Um, the reason being is I just, there's not a lot of really good, high quality information out there on self-storage. And I think that's due to a few reasons. First of all, I think that, you know, self-storage is such a new asset class and institutional money hasn't played in it. But more importantly, operationally speaking and financially speaking, it's been a hard asset to break into. Nothing could be further from the from the truth. So I'm excited because more people are wanting to get into this great asset class. And uh, I think it's really important to empower those that, you know, not the REITs, the people that are trying to break into the industry to understand how to get good quality, reliable information, but not just from anybody. I want this to be how we've built over a million square feet right? How we do acquisitions, turnaround, conversions uh, from bankrupt super Kmarts to ground up builds to acquiring portfolios, small third tier markets, you know, 15,000 square foot facilities to 200,000 square foot facilities. We have experience in all of this. We've done all of this and we manage, we own, we've partnered we're even uh, syndicate syndicating. We've we we really have done it all. And with that said, uh, most of our assets we own outright, just us. Um, and we've used credit unions. Um, we do non. We've done non recourse. We've done recourse. Really, we've we've seen so much in this industry, and we've grown so much with this industry. There's so many ways to be successful, and it's made such a huge impact in my life that. I, I, I really couldn't be more excited. I'm, I'm a total self-storage nerd. I know uh, it's kind of embarrassing. It bores my wife to death. But I, I think you have to have some context on why I'm so passionate about self-storage, why this asset class and this business is so important to me. Um, and that's what I want to dive into on this first episode. I want to talk about self-storage, and I want you to understand why I'm making this podcast. I want you to understand why this industry is so wonderful, why you should get into it if you're into it. We want to talk about how to get to the next level, how to scale, right? I, I believe that anybody can achieve. You can, If you're looking just to get some passive income on the side, if you're looking at replacing your income or building an empire, self-storage has all of the building blocks to achieve those things. Um, for me, 
it was I wanted to build a real estate empire, right? Um, and this comes into why this asset is so important to me. I, I worked in the insurance world. I was a sales guy, um, right? Uh, I, I had clients. The clients paid me. It was group health, brokerage. That's where I grew up. My dad was in the insurance world. And um, we loved, I loved working with my dad. I loved sales, right? This, this was a great industry. I loved being in control of my income. But um, at the end of the day, I was a on a treadmill, right? So I wanted to invest in something that I couldn't be fired from that grew real wealth, real passive income. And, uh, you know, I decided let's make a big shift. And I, you know, I got with my partner in my self-storage business, my dad, who we were doing the insurance. And I said, well, let's pivot. Let's make a big change here. Let's learn everything we have to about managing these assets <clears throat> about scaling these assets and let's go out there and let's really build a big business. Now, I, I, we learned so much, you know, going into it, but when we first started, it was third tier markets, small facilities, right? And we learned as we went and was, as we grew, but over the years, as, as we diversified our income, it's we slowly got to the point where our, our 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 business was significant enough, and we were creating that passive income, and that's when my life unfortunately took an absolute turn for the worse. Um, I I ended up in the hospital. I was paralyzed from head to toe. I was on life support, um, and. Uh, um, it happened, we're, we're talking in the matter of just a few days. One day I was fine, and the next next day I was living on tubes. I couldn't breathe, eat, nothing. And I had just had, uh, my wife and I, we had just had our uh, fourth child. So it was a big time. I, at this time, I was running, I was working for a you know, huge multi-billion dollar company running their division here in our state. It was the largest group health brokerage firm. Um, they paid me very well. Um, and before I knew it, I was no longer able to work. Uh, Self-storage during this time is what saved my family's financial life. It's what saved our income. Um, it, it And it did more than provide stability for us. It provided freedom, financial freedom. And it provided opportunities. It provided options. And this, you know, it's hard to describe the importance of it. But two, besides, you know, this dramatic turn and besides all this, it's fun. I like it. And I think one of the reasons that I like self-storage and why I I think that there's so much opportunity in, in it is it is there's so many avenues you can go about it with normal real estate assets they're just, it doesn't seem as dynamic, right? This is more of a business and business operations. So there's more opportunity for change. There's more opportunity for improvement um, and enhancement of everything through operations, through maximizing revenue, um, you know, market penetration to, um, you know, the benefits of scale. It, it just, there's, there's so many things you can go, you can sell more products, you can do insurance, you can do niche things and self-storage and divide and create different product types. And you can mold the asset to its environment. 
um, and local areas, right? You're converting big box stores. You're doing indoor, outdoor boat storage. I've seen people do multi-story boat storage. It's just there's there's things that you can do that you just don't get when you're dealing in in retail and in you know housing. Um, there is an element of self-storage that acts like retail. In fact, it's a dominant element of it, but it doesn't have a lot of uh, the disadvantages. So it, it has, to me, the benefits of retail and the benefits of apartments, right? Because retail, we can bring in customers, we can change prices, but yet the apartments, they have that month-to-month income, right? They have that stability, right? It merges those two things together. Now, I get it. <laughs> Self-storage, it's it's a box, right? It, like, it's a box. People throw their throw their junk in there. Okay, we're not trying to church this up or anything, but the business applications of it, the investing strategy. If you're into all that kind of stuff, if you're you're if you're into controlling your financial life, self storage is a wonder ve- wonderful vehicle to do it. Now, I have another podcast called Cash Flow to Freedom. Right, Cash Flow to Freedom is about achieving financial freedom, and I kept interjecting and kept end up talking about self storage a lot, and I. And it was one of those things where I'm like, we're not doing it justice. There is a need in the market. And I, I need to talk about these uh, these big projects and, uh, you know, give ca- real case studies and, and talk about how we bought underperforming storage facilities for pennies on the dollar and turned them around and made them worth millions. How we were able to force appreciation and how we, you know, found great locations for ground up build. And and I really wanted to have an area that, and we could talk about the operations. How do you get new customers? What's dynamic pricing? How do you add in new lines of revenue, right? What's What's your marketing strategy? Who are the vendors in the market? Why are they important? Um, you know, who are your business partners? When you syndicate self-storage, how do you do that? Who do you partner up with? How do you design, you know, your strategy in any given market? How do you do competitor tracking, right? There's topics that are deep, that go really deep into self-storage that need to be addressed, need to be talked about. And I didn't want it to be just either a salesy thing. I wanted a format in which I could bring on the top people in this industry. We work highly uh, with a lot of the organizations, including ISS and SSA. Um, I'm the opening speaker for ISS um, coming up in the spring. And we work with a lot of really big, big, big operators, as well as small operators. And I work a lot with people trying to get into the industry as we help them. So I wanted a format in which we can bring both the really big operators in to say, how did you scale? How do you maximize efficiencies? And how do you do operations? And also, I wanted to bring in the guys that had just done their first deal. Like, they're, to talk about the hurdles that people that are in this industry, it, it is very niche, right? And they have different hurdles. They have to... Uh, get over certain things and they have to approach things differently than normal real estate asset classes, right? It it is self-storage is a thing of its own. And this podcast is the format for that, right? This podcast is all about that. Now, 
with that said, let me give you a quick uh, overview of of our portfolio, who we are. We are in the Northwest, Idaho, Washington, uh, Oregon, and in Nevada. We are looking at some more acquisitions right now and everywhere from Northern Montana to the Midwest to Montana that we, uh, or Cal- Northern California, Montana, the Midwest, that we are, are under contract and we're looking in. So uh, over the few months, I am really excited to get to walk you through these acquisitions and purchases. Um, and we started out in third tier markets, small rural towns in Idaho that no one's ever heard of. And they were small facilities. And from there, we grew a perfect example of the power of self-storage and the power of growing. We started with $200,000 in a uh, $650,000 storage facility. We took that, turned that, and we rolled that money into a storage facility that was worth just over a million. We turned around and sold it for almost a million more eight months because we improved the operations and the revenue. And we turned that, rolled that over into a $4 million asset, which that asset has been expanded, turned around, revenue has gone up, and that asset's now worth $8 million um, with millions of equity in it and cash flows, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And that started in a thriving, growing, in fact, blowing up market. And that started out by investing in a small facility in um, you know, in a third tier market. I mean, we started out in the middle of nowhere and, uh, four or five years later, we were buying bankrupt super Kmarts at 160,000 square feet and, uh, turning them into these just awesome storage facility assets. We did ground up development. Um, we bought at an auction, we bought a facility that nobody knew the true value of it. We upped rates 67 to, uh, it was uh, the average rental increase, I think, was like 66% the next day. And we, and within months, we had improved uh, the occupancy and we had almost doubled our rates. You know, cash flow soared, the facility was better. Um, so we, I've had a lot of fun experience with, you know, doing projects that I think aren't typical. And that people can look at and say, wow, this is because when we're doing this, this we were doing this with our money that we were taking from our other businesses that we were taking out of our cash flow and taking um, debt out of the storage facilities and moving them in to acquire and build more of our portfolio. It, It was just us. Now, we ended up partnering. We keep really low debt. But we ended up partnering on another deal and we're working on syndicating a few other deals. So, so we'll talk about that. But when we first started, that means we couldn't just take, I, I think you would call them off the market or off the shelf products, right? All the products we brought were off market, something I'm very, very passionate about. And all of our deals, like there was this edge or this way that we had to get in. And being able to see those opportunities allows you to compete even if you feel like you can't compete in a world of funds and big billion dollar companies. Uh, Self-storage offers individual investors, mom and pops, small funds, small businesses to be able to get into the market and grow and create a thriving business with passive income. Um, You know, this is an industry where you know, 75% of it to 80% of it is still mom and pop, right? 
this is a fragmented industry that is consolidating. There's never been a better time to have these discussions and for people to get into self-storage. Not That is not to say that there are not a lot of headwinds in the future, okay? There's a lot of problems that you know, one has to overcome as in with anything. And the self-storage industry is changing at a neck-breaking pace. Uh, the self-storage industry is just exploding with growth and the vendors, everything from the property management companies to, you know, the insurance to the financing, this is all rapidly changing. We have Wall Street is coming in a big way and that's affecting storage facilities. It's affecting who's coming into the market. Funds love self-storage now and, you know, and before really 2010, they wouldn't even come into it. So what is driving this change in the self-storage world? right? What are these drivers? And how does that affect you getting into it? How does that affect operators that are currently in it? And how does that affect you to build a great storage business? Um, these are all topics that uh, we get to discuss and I, and, you know, we get to bring on people that are not I, like these are not just people that are in the know. Our lineup is fantastic with operators that have crossed the U.S. and very, very large uh, uh, third-party everything from administrators to uh, vendors and property management systems that are going to be on the podcast. And these are people that are doing it. They are these are the people that are changing the course of this industry, and you're going to get to hear it right from them. Um, and that is really what needs to happen. And we need to have a central place that is easily accessible. I love the ISS and the SSA conventions because it brings everybody in, in, into one spot. But I feel like there's this absolute lull in between that and the way to get information passed through and having these discussions. I feel like we're not having it, but things are changing so quickly it needs to happen. So I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Um, I hope that you're going to love getting into it, and I hope that it will help you improve your storage facilities, grow your portfolio, or get into the business. So welcome to Self Storage Engineering.